A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to an afternoon edition of The Chaser Report, where we catch up with our dear friend and the man with whom we started this podcasting venture about, what, 18 months ago at the yeah. start of the pandemic, so about a million years ago. Andrew Hansen, welcome back. Yeah, yeah. it's just horrible to be here. <laughs> this is just terrible. I'm so sorry um, you finally had time to join us. You've been busy. Well, I know, and then, and then you know, I just ran out of, of good reasons not to be here. I, I, my <laughs> life started to fail, so I've, uh, the last resort, I've turned to podcasting again. Well, we, we um, noticed uh, a few months ago that you actually started uh, selling appearances on Cameo. Yes, you know, that's that, true. That sort of... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little message, a little cheerio message. You, you can, you can hire me. You know, I haven't joined Cameo yet, but there's, there's about four or five of these, these things. And so I'm on, 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 on this one called Memo. And it's great because you guys are not there, so I can just, <laughs> well, I can just be, be nice to people. the market because we were thinking yeah. maybe we could just buy. How much would it cost to buy you to send us a message? Like how, how does oh, it work? A special price for you. Mm. It's quadru- quadruple. <laughs> I got. A, I actually got to my great surprise. I got a message from the memo people saying, memo, "Do you want to them, sign yeah. up?" And I thought, mm. "How do you know who I am, and yet not know that no one will ever pay for a greeting from?" Like, what a waste of a direct message. Ah, <laughs> oh, dummy. As long as you block the camera, <laughs> you might you might sell a few. I could just go. <coughs> <coughs> Hello, that's oh, Craig. <coughs> Because when Cameo came out, I tried to sign up. That's right, on our radio show. And they rejected me because they didn't know who I was. <laughs> At one point, we got Sir Mixalot to record a, a wedding greeting for our friend Richie. Because um, every fuck? karaoke he does, baby, got back. And so we got Sir Mixalot himself to say, never perform that song again. <laughs> and then the pandemic happened and he couldn't. So it worked. Jesus. Who's Sir Mix-a-Lot is what all the listeners are saying. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's not true. Gabby knows. We know who Sir Mix-a-Lot is. Maybe got Gabby? back is still a legend. Explain. Can you explain Sir Mix-a-Lot, Gabby? Wasn't he a one-hit wonder and he did Baby Got Back? I think it's one at best. Am I correct? Yeah, like I don't think he had more than one. Everyone knows the rest. I like big butts and I cannot lie and the rest of it writes itself. You other brothers can't deny it. Well, so can I just ask, is it going well? Is that service going Like, do people actually ask you to... (laughs) Did Charles miss out on an income source? (laughs) Wish them happy birthday or whatever? Like, what... Who would they do did. that? I know. I was equally astonished. Now, I only joined up again because Dommy, I had the same experience. Somebody said, "Ah, oh, you know, do you want to join this thing?" You know, and I, and I said, "Okay, why not?" You know, what do I have to lose other than my my dignity and credibility? <laughs> and, uh, and so, and, the, and you, that, know. you don't have them anyway. No, no, yeah. they were lost years ago. <laughs> so, um, so I said, "Yeah, no, I'd like." And I'm actually having a, a great time doing this doing this thing because. You know, you've got a, a camera pointed at you, and they don't get a right of reply. You know, if somebody asks for a message, you can be as rude as you like to this person. You can say anything you want, and they mm. they can't they can't talk back to you because it's just a video that goes to them. Do you get people requesting the eulogy song for somebody's funeral? Oh, surely. <laughs> yes, I, I I do get a lot of song requests, and I'm I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> which is tough because it's it's like you know I know you're paying for a message, but you know there's a difference between just saying hello, how you going, man? Nice to see you, and writing a fucking masterpiece of a song. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's like a thousand dollars, right? It's, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there'd be a bit of a fee difference. Uh, so, so I've had to explain to a few people, you know, oh. I but kind of reserve that for, you know... But isn't that how Hey Jude was written? I think Paul McCartney was asked yeah. by Jude to write one <laughs> for a fiver. Yeah, no, no, that's how all Beatles songs were written. They were just requests. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, uh. Tell you what, Sergeant Pepper was severely, severely <laughs> underwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I miss your songs, actually, Andrew. Because you were doing uh, your, um, your live show and I was going to go and see you and you still haven't been able to get back out and actually... Because you were, you were dusting yeah. off the Chaser songbook, weren't you? Well, a couple, a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was doing the stupid thing that all comedians try and do, which is tour. You know, <laughs> you, you've, you're trying that, aren't you, Gabby? Yeah. How's it, how's it going for you? It's well, kind of. I've been doing comedy for a year and a half, and I still haven't done my live show. So a bad time. A year and a half. That's exactly when the pandemic started. Yep. Did you choose your life? You started your live comedy career literally when it At the became impossible time. to yeah. do live comedy. Right? Yeah, I know. My parents were very worried for a little while there, but yeah. But I, I'm not a fake mm. fan. I was lucky enough to see your show in Melbourne. So I guess you could just say that. I know you've got like 25 years of history and experience with these two, but I'm clearly the best one, right? Mm. I yeah. know you're the only one who bothered yeah. to come and see the bloody live show. That's well, right. I'm, I'm, I started to optimistically <laughs> write a new one thinking that there might be like two or three days in the next five years <laughs> to do a bloody live show. Because I plugged it on, on radio and we were joking about, oh, you probably have to cancel it. And, <laughs> and then whoops. Yeah. <laughs> no. And also, in fairness to me, I actually booked tickets and came down. I booked air flight, plane tickets, came down to Melbourne to see your show and I just selected the wrong weekend, <laughs> so I couldn't see it because it was on the next weekend. That is the worst excuse ever. <laughs> he cared, but just not enough to do the correct time. Now, Andrew, I don't know if you've been listening to to the podcast. I suspect you haven't, but oh, God, one of no, the no. best episodes we've done was the time when we made Gabby watch the whole of uni, and she got about ten clips out of it. And the, it is so funny. I don't know if you recall, because Andrew was the other star of this yeah. series from the late nineties on the ABC. But the Charles clips have stood the test of time <laughs> so well. Gabby, what was your favourite? I mean, there were so many moments that I just thought, for your career purposes, I chose not to include in a public oh, setting that's, because yeah, that's I was like, moments. this might ruin them. But there were times, like, I loved the point where you... My favourite thing about this is after talking to people like Rebecca Dayunamuno and a bunch of other people that were yeah. actually there... Um, when you went on like the beach house work trip to like write this show and clearly looking at the clips back, it was you and Andrew stuck in a fucking office somewhere trying to write this show and everyone else just seemed to be getting on the piss. And I was like, this is what I would do if I was invited to a work meeting in a beach house. I'd fuck off the meeting. I'm not doing that. And then, yeah, like you guys just riffing the same way that you do kind of now is just really funny but also Charles saying that he's just going to take advantage of the fact that he's a white man with a dad who knows his lecturer to get off his um <laughs> his assignment was also quite funny. Yeah. Gabby what Ooh. tips did you get from Andrew about how to be a young singer songwriter? Oh I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do it that way <laughs> <laughs> I mean no I was actually genuinely quite I don't know like quite bewildered as to how good your lyricism was at like 20 we would have been like 21 22 right like well, it was all plagiarized gabby oh no no i really don't think so i re like i was listening to it going fuck if i was 22 i couldn't have written this but um one of the songs that i heard actually really um struck me a bit and i i hope you don't mind 
but I sort of learnt it. And I sort what? of I what are sort you talking of, about? I made a version of it. Wait, you're kidding me? Which no, I'm not uh, kidding. It's called pro- genitalia love song. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time I thought it was called um, "What the hell are these young people for?" Because I only saw the part that they showed in the documentary. But then, since I've talked to these two and they sent me the full version, and I listened to it, <laughs> you I had love the full that version. song. How do you have the full version of that? Well, that that was because I was trying to be in a band. At that no, but time, it was so amazing. We used to I yeah, loved we, oh, it. Oh, thanks, Gabby. You're very, you're very kind to, to pretend that while I'm here, that's amazing. I guess tomorrow on the podcast you'll be going. <laughs> no, no, no. I he think, thought I really meant it was amazing. I just think what was good about it was, I mean, I'm only 25 now, and listening to it as a 25 year old in 2021, the lyrics are still completely resonant. Like I feel like the story you told really? was told in a way that I kind of got it immediately. Like I just well, it's feel a, like it's I That's a song it. about whinging. It's, it's a sort of a whin- big whinge about how annoying it is to be young, right? And that, yeah. never change. that never changes. Young people are always whinging. <laughs> it turns out it's also annoying to be in your mid-40s. But <laughs> yeah, Gabby has oh, actually is. got a version that, you know, we could play. Oh, Gabby, this is this is devastating, really. <laughs> a cover version of, of, of a failed song. I'm so <laughs> interested. <laughs> well, it's nothing I like mean, having a triple, song. Well, nothing triple like having a song fail twice, is it? <laughs> mm, yeah, it was we, kind of like like a version for songs that you don't know and love. <laughs> we should start that segment. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, here it is. Let's have a listen. <laughs> I recognise this. Gabby's whistle. 
<laughs> it's so bad. Charles has been miming the words during this. It's very sweet, really. I remember the lyrics. Ooh, that's terrible. And we never did Why? find it. That, that's really special. Honestly, Gabby, that is really special to hear to hear that done well, properly. It was that's a fucking so good nice. song. It's a oh, really, thanks, really man. good song. And then I was so glad to hear the full version because the bridge of that, I wish I'd heard the full version before I made that because the bridge of that song slaps. I was oh, like, damn. Geez. But yes, I think there is, yeah, you have such an incredible lyric head. Well, Gabby, I, that was a that was a beautiful uh, that was honestly that was a beautiful version much much nicer than mine. I think if if I'd only had y- you there at the time, oh, I was, then, uh, I was, then it probably would have like got airplay. Eight months old. I really Did don't think I would have been exist when you wrote that song. Probably not. You eight months old. Well, it would have been cute. Tomorrow <laughs> I'll been be cute. eight and a half months old. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, what the hell are these babies? If for? my <laughs> body is for sale, then that's probably a child <laughs> slavery. <very> problematic. <laughs> I listened back to it and realised that uh, Simon Tajay cut out. The fairly dark third verse. Yes, um, <laughs> for the uni TV show. But no, uh, I mean, yeah, there were loads well, of really uh, beautiful songs. Well, that's amazing. You know, yeah, because um, you know, back then, yes, uh, you know, we, we were trying de- de- desperately to make it as a, a band called the Fantastic Leslie, and then then I did one gig with Dommy. We were in a band. Yes, for one night with Tom Gleason on drums. It was the, the <laughs> highlight of my live performing career in a band called Mending for one night. And we played that song, Skeleton Attitude. Tell learnt, me there's footage of that. I, no, no, I don't think so. We, I learned no. all of the Hanson bass lines for one gig. That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> then, then we all decided comedy was a better path to go down. But <laughs> well, no, it was much were, better. Can you imagine me and Tom playing? Because we used to play that song at every gig pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Gleason on drums and me singing that. What Just a to waste bring of everyone our down. Time and energy. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah, yeah. You know, it worked. Nobody, everybody walked out, so we had to start telling <laughs> jokes instead. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of other sincere, heartbreaking songs that never saw the light of day. And look, mm. maybe Gabby will do more Hanson covers. I've, I've straight up learnt all of them from the uni I show. can't wait for to hear more of these, Gabby. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I mean, I guess your your best known number, Hanson, is the eulogy song. Um, mm. Which one of these days, I don't know who in the chase is going to die first, but if it's you, you, that's definitely getting played at your funeral. Um, Can I sign up for that job? Yeah, Gabby, actually, Gabby should yeah. play it at every chase of funeral, I think. I think every chase of funeral should feature Your whole Gabby. family would be like, who the fuck is this? Oh, it's what we would have wanted. Um, <laughs> Why is she so rude about it? <laughs> but you've been taking a look at the world of memorial services recently, haven't you? You're continuing your interest in... I like, yeah, the, no, I like right. your segue, Dom, because this is the stuff that he came on to talk about. Yeah, and that was, was making that it look seamless. seamless, and then he went, yeah. then he uh, went, oh, seams. <laughs> well, I did because death is all around us now. It's quite <laughs> fascinating, and and uh, of course, poor old Bert, you know, mm. left us. Of course, and this is what what really interested me is that Bert Newton, who um, who was lovely, lovely to me on the very one and only time I met him, and, and everyone's chiming in, saying, oh, I met him once. He was really nice to me. He was great or whatever. <laughs> but um, he's going to get a state funeral. He's, he's going to get a state, state funeral. He is. But, mm. it, but why? Like I. Because I mean, I, I love, you know, mm. Bert and everything like that, but it doesn't seem like... I thought you only gave state funerals to sort of politicians and bureaucrats, don't you? Well, that, that, that kind, you're kind of right, Charles. Like, I, I sort of looked into this, but it did, did, did my own research on state, on state funerals. And, and, yeah, for some reason, like, like, you know, politicians automatically get one, apparently. 
even though they cost quite a lot of money. Um, but there's a type of person, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, Bert's not the only one. You've got to admit, there is a type of person who you, mm. you look at them and you go, yeah, they're going to get a state funeral, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I bet I'm We've, surprised it was Bert. Because, I, I mean, he, he wasn't really the Don Bradman of... Well, the he, entertainment he was, industry. Yes, was he, he was. Yeah. He was around for an extremely long time. Very, very good at it. Yeah. And towards the end of his life, he started to get a bit controversial and problematic. Like that yeah. exactly is, the, is Don Bradley. And he also practiced his comedy by hitting a microphone with a wicket stick. Exactly. He was the offsider. He was never the front man. Aww. He was always the Aww. sort of... Where did you get that? Have you not seen Good Morning Australia? He's, he's the star of Good Morning Australia. Did you Australia. not go on it? <laughs> We went. We overseas. I I, was even overseas. I went on it like twice. Yeah, I don't even know how. Um, which goes to show that you know, now the only time I ever met anyone. Bert was when we were getting a logie from him. Oh well, you didn't meet him. Oh. Then. you don't recall that at all. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you don't recall anything from drunk. the logies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a quiz question for you then. Yeah. Oh yes. I mean, can we, do you want to start with start, Gabby? Who do you think was given Australia's first ever? State funeral. Well, I mean, I don't really see this person much anymore, but I do assume that when they left um, this world, they were given a big state funeral. Um, Humphrey B. Bear. <laughs> is is incorrect oh. and, and not even close. Damn. Um, <laughs> I don't think they give them to fictitious Oh, well, that puts aside half my material. <laughs> you'd assume that it would happen at least a couple of hundred years before Humphrey B. Bear, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. My guess is, um, is Sir Henry Parks, because I've been reading the new... David Hunt book, and he had nine children, I think, by six different women. So, oh, wow. so many children that they would have had to insist on a state funeral. Like they would oh have had God. the numbers, wouldn't they? Did he? Did he? Is that what he had? That's Joyce esque, almost, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, wow. he loves shagging. That's amazing. Don't they all? Uh, Henry Parks is incorrect, Dommy. It was not. It was not Henry Parks, no matter how many children he had. Can um, I? Can I just ask a clarification? Which is, are we calling Australia? You know. The colony of New South Wales is oh. that Australia or is it pre or post federation? Pre or post federation? Because Parks, I think, died before federation, so he would never oh. have been able to get a state funeral. Oh, we, suddenly, how far someone back? knows their history. Yeah, you're getting very technical about this, Charles. This is supposed to be an entertainment podcast. Not okay, well, a podcast about federation. All right, just guess an Australian, an Aussie. Okay. I don't know. Well, it's going to have to be Edmund Barton, surely, because he's the first of everything. He—that's well, the answer to all those. Oh, I see. No, incorrect. I see what you're saying now. No, no, there were state funerals before Barton. The first one was actually in 1863, quite Ooh. a bit before, okay. and it was for two guys by the name of Burke and Wills. Oh, Burke and Wills. Really? Yeah, yeah, they failed. What did they bury? <laughs> did they <laughs> find them? Apparently, the, they, just, they, they got their remains. They found the sort of dried up remains, added water, and buried them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you do when you go to Bunnings Nursery yeah. section. Oh, <laughs> we are so cancelled. We're um, not getting state funerals now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> did you hear what they said about Burke and Wills? That's outrageous. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Yeah. Yeah, they would totally have given you one otherwise, Dommy. I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair. Oh, come on, Dom is the Bert Newton of the chase. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Michael Kadinsky got one, and admittedly, my co- mm. my contribution to to culture is about you know point zero 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 one percent of his. But that was was that at all controversial in Melbourne, Kadinsky? I mean, just someone who's very good at business. Everyone was behind that. Everyone. It didn't matter who, what your politics. Just everyone adored him. Yeah. Here in here we in know Melbourne, a lot of people who went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the vibe was very positive, and they felt that he. Knew. I don't know if they did for Michael what they did for Burke and Wills though, which was that they actually displayed the remains for a <laughs> fortnight, 
I, I don't think I don't know if, well maybe Bert's going to get that I don't know maybe they'll prop him up on the set of Good Morning Australia for, for two weeks I'm not sure what they're going to do oh, I but think that, we the, should push for that though, presumably it's still in motion I have a question though because if Bert's getting a state funeral is Gra- did Graham Kennedy get one? Oh, I don't know we'd have to Google oh, he that he must have that's a good, that's a good well, question wait a minute is he dead? yeah he died a while right, ago yeah, right. Is he dead? Is he dead? Oh, no, they've just cool. planned it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's just on Twitter, Charles. Graham Kennedy. He's just, oh, I he's better just, get a state uh, funeral. He's podcasting like you. <laughs> of course he's dead. The great well, podcasting. Speaking, speaking speaking of other How did he people. die? That's really it's sad. 2005. It was, a big, it was a big event in Mittagong, but well, I don't bra- know if it was a state funeral. Breaking oh, well. news, listeners. Graham Kennedy's dead. You've like, you heard it here first. <laughs> We're starting now, to prepare the state funeral for Charles Firth after he's killed as a result of this segment. Um, do you think it was fair, Gabby, that Graham Kennedy got a state funeral? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm a big fan of team <laughs> in for one, in for many. If Charles gets a state funeral, I want one. I mean, you want one. <clears throat> what, about, what about these? Oh, let me run you through a few then. Okay. So a, few, a few celebrities have had them, right? Oh, right. Yep. And, and maybe, maybe you can say whether you think it's fair enough. Yeah. What about Dame Joan Sutherland? Oh, well, you know, she's got a dame in front of her, I feel like. Mm. Yeah, fair enough, to bury an opera singer. Mm. I mean, I'm not um, sure what the comedy angle is. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't have any issues with Dame, Dame Joan. <laughs> no, it's, that's all right. What, I reckon well, that's all right. She's the queen that, of the that's, that's fine, isn't it? Like, I kind of think that makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. what they're for. You, you, would, you would give a state funeral to somebody like that, mm. I yes. think. What about, what about Bud Tingwell? Did he, he really? No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. The actor who's in everything. No. Yeah. No, He's that, that was wrong. Just that, for Charlie the Wonder Dog on The Late Show, I'd give him a state funeral. No, but I think yeah. the reason why he had such a revival was because of the degeneration. Like, they were sort of taking the piss out of him, wasn't he? No. I, am, I, am I at risk of being cancelled too? <laughs> yes, <Again>. yes. <laughs> been cancelled three times in this one segment. Don't disbud. Whatever you do. No, yeah. I, th- no, no, I think that makes sense. Beloved. That makes total sense. All right, let's, let's move to um, the great Ted Whitten. <laughs> What, what do you think, Gabby? Did, does Ted Whitten deserve a state funeral? Oh, sure. I know do who you, that is. Do you know who that is? Yeah. What, what did he do? Uh, oh, come on. He's a champion crocheter. Don't diss the, the, the state funeral people. I, I, are, are you I, I glad don't... Andrew brought this to the table today, Gabby? Are we feeling I feel good? like I'm sitting the fucking HSC again. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, like every single thing Andrew asks is just an opportunity to destroy what... Little remains of our careers. <laughs> All right. Is, was this person deserving of a state funeral? All right. Bart Cummings, the oh, racehorse def- trainer. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Sure. Why? I, I, oh, you've never heard of it. You've never heard of Bart Cummings. He, like, literally, he owned all those horses that then got whipped. He's the king then- of cups. <laughs> the king of cups and the king of eyebrows. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like, he, I mean, he, had tw- he had 12 Melbourne Cup winners, Gabby. Uh, Why didn't the horses? Whatever the horses, they should have. I, I feel the horses should have had the state funerals. Yeah. More than Bart. I mean, they won. Yeah. See, Bart, the state funeral should have been held, but it should have been really fast because they just raced <laughs> the, the coffin. Yes. <laughs> I just all, we're never on we're never on firmer comedy ground, are we? Though, when we're talking about well, dead people, they're all technically buried on the track, though, aren't they? So I suppose they are all given state funerals. <laughs> yeah, well, they're it's all, all killed by the Victorian racing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's no, all I mean, republic. State mandated. Charles, you mentioned a you know a, a car crash mm. earlier. Um, Peter Brock was oh, given yes. a state funeral. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, really? Absolutely. From I'm fucking from Bathurst. Yeah. If I yeah. said no, I'd be shivved. 
<laughs> oh yeah, you would. Were you there? Did you attend the funeral? I, no, no. Well, no. I was like ten. But um, our our radio station in Bathurst is called B Rock. That's not a joke. No. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's called B Rock. It's named after. It's named after Peter B Rock. Well, I think it was like a double entendre because it's like Bathurst Rock and then. B Rock, Rock and it Peter spells Rock. Brock. Wow. Classic. They love wow. that one. Why did you leave that one? I know, I should go back, <laughs> honestly. Oh, so yeah, absolutely. State funeral but, warranted. But didn't, I mean, just I mean, this may be sacrilege, but didn't Peter Brock turn into a total cock just before his death? Like, wasn't he? Oh. It's the kind of thing you ought to be sure about before raising it. <laughs> God, it would be great if there was a song that outlined who was a cock before they died. I just <laughs> can't think of one. <laughs> oh. No, no, we'll have to do some more research on that. <laughs> All right, one more for you. Now, this this person was offered a state funeral. Okay. Steve Steve Irwin. Yes. Does that oh. seem fair? Yeah. Let's yeah. not even. I mean, I, I, yeah. If you're judging by, can you remember where you were when mm. you heard Steve mm. Irwin died? Mm. I have <laughs> very vivid. Like I remember where I, I mean, was too. Oh, where were you? I was in my bedroom writing my public school speech. You know how they do those public speaking competitions? Did you have an addendum? I had my first moment of, I could cheat my way to win this. I didn't really care for Steve-O all that much at all. I mean, in, aside from the fact that I was like, oh, he's a dude who wrestles crocodiles. That's pretty cool. Mm. Did not care. Heard he died. And you know what my 10-year-old brain did? This will win. This will win. <laughs> and I wrote, so this is true, I wrote a speech oh. all about his life. And at the end, I was like, he was my hero. No, he wasn't. <laughs> and I won. I want a twenty dollars cash prize for that. No. Recount. Let's yeah, go back. I did. Um, but hang on, it's a state funeral. His <laughs> state was Queensland. You can't get more Queensland than the crocodile hunter. Like, mm. of course, he gets a state funeral. Yeah, I feel it's okay. I feel he should have. But you know what? He never actually got one because the family said no. Oh, oh. yeah. The family well, they had they one at the Crocosseum, which is probably more fitting. The croc- what, what? Hang on, what's the Crocosseum? At Australia Zoo, real the place where he performed was the Crocosseum, I'm pretty sure. No, is that there. what it's called? Oh my God. Do your research, Hanson. <clears throat> All right, well, <clears throat> well there Wait, you go. So that, was it also called the Crocatorium, though? Oh. <laughs> oh, it's not too soon, is it? 2006. No, yes. no, no. You could call a crematorium a crocatorium. You have offended all of Steve Irwin's <laughs> family, Gabby, there, and the family of the Stingray. They're all going to complain about that. H- Hanson, there's a name I've been waiting for um, on the list. and Was that your last one? Um, well, we can, do an, we can do another E because um, uh, Richie Benno was offered a, uh, a state funeral. Now, what do you think of <laughs> Richie Benno? Do you think he kind of deserved one? Or? I mean, if, if people were allowed to wear cream rather than black, I would have thought, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think he was... He was I mean, beloved. Like, yeah, he certainly is better. I mean, I'm a big cricket fan, but it's certainly better than a lot of the people on that list. Better than Bud Tingle. Oh. oh, poor Bud. Do you know Bud was in... Was in um, he was in the UK for a while, and he was in a show that used to scare the shit out of me when I was a little kid. <laughs> did you ever see... Did you guys... Gabby, you probably haven't seen this, but the other two... Did you watch Cat Weasel? Oh yes. oh, yes. Yes. Was he in that? He was the dad. Yeah. He was he, the dad in Cat... Maybe he that's was the dad. why I have this visceral reaction to him. Well, I know, because you were terrified yes. at the time. I mean, this is a show right, about, a, about an ordinary kid who befriends a warlock from the Middle Ages who's been time-transported into the present day or into the Relatable. 70s. <clears throat> and the warlock is bloody terrifying, right? He's got this muddle over his face and these wild eyes and this yes. unwashed beard. Uh, it's petri- It's terrifying. And Bud Tingwell is, is the dad who never sees the warlock. Cause That's the worth whole... a, the state funeral. Surviving that. I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> like having survived Cat Weasel. That career. I mean, it's, it's, it's the acting version of Burke and Wills, isn't it? 
<laughs> the name that I keep waiting for, Hanson, is Kerry Francis Bullmore Packer. Do you think he? Do you think he deserves? He got one. Oh, but the one, thing though. that was one. fascinating about it, and I, I, I kind of feel like it might have been a little bit of a, little bit of a dig from his his wife. It was at the Opera House, and of all the places where <laughs> Kerry Pack would be least likely to set foot, mm. surely the Opera House. They should have had, should have had a two hander with him and Joan Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was probably in the Dame Sutherland Theatre. Yeah. No, he was in the concert hall. Yeah, and and Brocky as well. Like mm. just 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 being Loved carried through. You know, the pallbearers coming through and crashing into one of the sails. I mean, they should have had him at the racetrack, shouldn't they? <laughs> I just you know, like a man who who his entire life was about making money for himself and somehow. Get a state. I suppose he owned New South Wales at the time. He may as well have gotten a funeral out of it. Well, he did. We paid for it too. Well, you know, his mm. state funeral cost $73,223.63. Reasonable. Wow. Reasonable. That food at the wake costs a bomb. <laughs> Quite a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> but the sandwiches were good though. Well, let's go to the theoretical territory then. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want you guys, let, let, let's discuss, you know, who do you reckon... Okay. Is going is going to like we return to the land of the living, right? Mm. Who do you think is going to get a state funeral mm. when yes. they die? Okay. I've I've made a list. Oh, you've made a list of people I, you you think are a good yeah you know, people who deserve one. What, who, okay, who's at the top of your list? Okay, so top of my list is obviously I think we're all going to agree. Bluey. Bluey's going to get a state funeral. Bluey. Think of the children. You, I don't you think, think you, you understand. Animated dog. Bluey yeah, can never no, die. Get, no, but like the like the kids will need to mourn and they need to learn. Like they'll do an episode about it. It'll be like Bluey's dead. Oh, rough, rough. You know, like it's rough or like something like that. Anyway, Emma so Wiggle is, is the state funeral. Oh, Emma Wiggle. Yes. Yeah, Emma she'll Wiggle. get a state yes, funeral. Yes. Um, you are so right. Oh my god, she will. She is so going to get one. Yeah. Matt Preston's cravat. Matt. <laughs> um, I just think we should bury that. Um, Bob Catter's career. Um, and Julian Assange, although they're just planning it at the moment. But it's state mandated, so I figured <laughs> yeah, that state counts. State mandated funeral. <laughs> That's very good. Very, very well played. I think um, of all of us, mm. Craig Rucastle. Craig Rucastle. Yeah. That's who I He's was going to say. After his long, uh, many years as Prime Minister. <laughs> and his, his coffin yeah. will be made out of recycled plastic. And he'll be... Yes. Yeah, and he'll be lecturing us even from the grave. <laughs> going, you know, it's going, oh, you really need to move. Someone will have a plastic straw in their back pocket, and Craig will haunt them. He'll actually come back and be like, "Oh, wait, actually, no, cancel it. Someone's got a plastic water bottle here, and I won't have oh. that." <laughs> oh my god, that's so true. But but he doesn't age. I I feel like Craig's never going to die, right? He looks the exact yeah. same age. As he mm. always has. I feel like because he's so wooden, he's going to be here in four or five hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> still, still be banging. We, we need him on the podcast for a right of reply, do we? I yeah, suppose. we should. We should well, get him we'll on. We'll we'll get on you next week. <laughs> what about Daryl? What about Daryl Summers in this? Oh, Daryl! Daryl Summers. Oh no, he's they'll do it on a Saturday. Oh, hey, 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 it's a state funeral. Daryl <laughs> Summers would have one, and then halfway through, he yeah. just burst up and go, "It's a hey, hey, I got it back on TV. I did it." I Red Simons will whack a gong. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. what, what about women? Do you think Nicole Kidman's going to get one? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So. For sure. What about Kylie? Kylie yes. Minogue? Yes. I mean, yes it, it'll, be, it'll be the level above. Uh, yeah, Kylie. Global. Yeah. yeah. Global funeral. Yeah. No, I th- I th- okay. What about? Let me throw a, another name out mm. for you. Uh, Koshy. Ooh. When when he goes, I don't think he. I don't think isn't he immortal? He certainly is on Sunrise. So his yeah. co-hosts close, keep changing, close. but Koshy's immortal. I think that they'll they'll have to have one for him. 
won't mm. they? You sort but of have to. It'd be bad. Yeah, you'd sort of be complaints if he doesn't get one, wouldn't there? <laughs> From who? <Yeah. laughs> but does that mean does that mean Kerry Ann Kennelly gets one? Like, I mean, oh, sort Charles, of you can do the eulogy <laughs> in the mer- murky <laughs> territory here. Yeah. Denise Drysdale. If you start doing. <laughs> Morning television. Oh well, Carrie-Anne's will be Carrie-Anne's will be a bit controversial though because it'll be segregated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know who I reckon is a dead cert to get a state funeral? Absolutely dead. Definitely going to get one, and it's going to be really annoying when he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guy Sebastian. Ah, <laughs> all of Hillsong will I be think, there. I think that's it. Andrew, are, are you willing to get crash the funeral of Guy Sebastian to play the eulogy song? Do I it. Shall. I shall. Sh- I shall be there. I shall be there to, to play his most irritating hits. <laughs> no, actually, you you go there and you play Shannon Knowles' top charting song. <laughs> yeah, oh, nice. Incredible. Ooh. What about me? Yeah. Ooh, it is cruel. fair. Yeah. Oh, it is. Cruel. Oh, R.I.P. Kerry Packer. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, Andrew, it's been deeply upsetting having you on. Yeah, There was a moment of genuine emotion and and pathos with Gabby's song, and then we went, went and ruined it. Um, <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for lowering the tone of it, look, our already lowbrow podcast. It's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure, Gabby. I love the song, Gabby. I really love the song. Well, I, you I, would. You you wrote you it. For, um, thank you for fixing its shortcomings. <laughs> it was an honour to do. And um, never whistle again. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> My breath control said absolutely not. See you, Andrew. See ya. Our gears from Road Microphones. We're part of the ACAS Crowd Network. Catch you tomorrow morning. <laughs>